Welcome to the 10-Minute Talent Show. My name is Justin Cross, and today we are talking about the glamorous world of operations with our very own Director of Staffing Operations here at Horizontal Talent, Kate Farian. Kate, how are you? I'm good. Doing good today. I, uh, I was, like I said, operations, as we all know, is, is a glamorous world. Um, but for those who may not know, for those who are listening to this podcast may have stumbled on it, don't work in operations. First of all, just tell us what you do, what, what folks who work in operations generally do. And more importantly, why the hell does it matter? Like, why is it so important for like basically anybody who works in an office or works for a company? Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm preparing for this, this podcast here, wanting to uh, give the perfect answers. Did you do right? thorough research? Did Absolutely. You? Because those of us in operations, yeah. we are perfectionists. Uh, we are process driven. Yeah. Um, we need to make sure that everything is right, <laughs> right and wrong. That's what we live by. Um, so in my thorough preparation for this, I was talking to my uh, talent operations manager, Amanda, and uh, she came up with the perfect analogy. Okay. Here it is. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. It's like a really good watch, right? Okay. A lot of people will go looking for a watch and they want it to be beautiful, shiny, all of that good stuff. Operations is really the grinding gears that make that watch actually work. Uh, okay. And she said that and I went, gosh, you're right. <laughs> Oh my God, when you think of a really good watch, yeah. it has to work. Um, and operations is really the gears behind it that makes everything go. We're what in a, the background and, and and we make it work. What about what about digital watches? What about, you know, like watches that don't grind? You know what? <laughs> I wasn't prepared for a I digital know, watch I know, question. I know. I mean, I'm, <laughs> let me look at my non-Apple watch right now. I, even though I work in the IT industry, I'm not quite sure what happens behind, <laughs> behind the, the scenes, scenes of, a, of a digital watch there. But whatever that is, that's us too. That's fair. That's fair. So so, so you, you're behind, you're kind of doing the behind the scenes work, right? And, we and, are. And you would joke it's, it's glamorous, but it's obviously, it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of behind the scenes sort of like, I, I was in entertainment for a while and there's a lot of people who work behind the camera, right? And do a lot of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So are you, like for you specifically, like what kinds of stuff are you doing on a day-to-day -day basis? Like just a handful of things that people may be able to recognize no matter what company they work at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one, I mean, to go back to the original, right? Like is operations glamorous? And I can't imagine that anybody would not think that we're glamorous <laughs> and know what we do because when you hear words like compliance yeah. and insurance and RFPs. benefits and RFPs. Yeah. Who doesn't think that's absolutely glamorous? I, 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 so in full disclosure to everybody out there, I, I do, uh, I, I do content here. And so I've been involved in RFP, the RFP process. And whenever I see that pop up in a meeting, I, I try to make sure that I have another meeting scheduled at the exact same time. <laughs> Most people do. I'm not going to say who, but um, yeah. I was on a call with uh, our uh, new insurance broker yeah. and um, somebody very senior level uh, okay. was supposed to be on that call as well and um, went, mm, you know, that, that, that's, you know, I'll let, I'll let Kate take that one. You know what? We'll, we'll let Kate take that insurance call. And by the way, you can always name names on this podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to call you anybody. You can always name names, okay? That's what this is. This is really... <laughs> This is a trash talking type of podcast. So, uh, so, so, why does it matter though to people? Like, why should you know? Even if say you know, we'll get to people who maybe want to have careers in in operations in mm -hmm. a minute. But like, for for those who you know are starting, whether you're starting a company or you're just involved in a company, like, how, what's what kinds of things? Because you interface, you work with everybody. Like you work yeah. with marketing, you work with mm -hmm. you know the 
uh, staffing company, the, the recruiters and account managers, yeah. like what, why does it matter though to people outside of operations? Yeah. So that's what I would say is one of the coolest things about operations is just, just what you said. Um, when I think of all of the things that come up in a company, right? Um, from a sales rep, uh, a new MSA, um, from a recruiter, a consultant who has questions around benefits, you name it, any person in the company who has who, who has to do a job here at some point will work with the operations mm-hmm. team. And that's what one of the coolest things about being in operations, you get to experience everything that happens within a company. You really have your hands in a lot of things. So this role is really for somebody who um, doesn't want to be bored. (laughs) They wants to continue their knowledge around anything that happens in a company. Um, That's what I always tell people is when they're coming into this role is the sky's the limit. You really get to, you know, to to find things that your skill set is good at. um, But you get to learn outside of that as well. So it's kind of fun did you how did you get into it like did you did you go to school for operations or how did that no no my degree is in hospitality and event management I wanted to plan weddings Ah, okay. Okay. (laughs) and uh, I actually I stumbled across um, staffing by by actually being placed at at, at a company myself through a staffing firm Um, and so just as an an administrative assistant um, and I got placed I was lucky enough to get placed with another staffing firm yeah worked my way up um, from an administrative assistant to helping in their um, finance department mm-hmm. and really got to see the inner workings of their operations. And so um, had the opportunity to come over here to Horizontal and start the finance department. Yeah. Um, and then about five years ago now, um, started the operations department here on the talent side of the business. So I, you know, it just so happened that the skill set that I had in being super detail oriented and yeah. really wanting to learn a lot of different things um, really worked worked well with, you know, being able to create this operations department. See, I, I figured you had gotten plucked at a <laughs> at a vanilla ice concert. Yes, yeah. you know, kind of like yep. how Courtney Cox got mm-hmm. got you know popular when she was at a Bruce Springsteen <laughs> concert, and they brought her on stage, and yeah. you, know, you know, somebody saw her and was like, "She's going to be on Friends someday." Yep. I figured that's how that's totally horizontal yeah. found you. I wish or at a vanilla I ice wish. concert. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me because you know Jeremy has has been in a band. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I could have been at a concert that he was performing. Well, I'm, I'm interviewing him next. Maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll ask him about that. Oh, I'll you say, absolutely hey, need hey, to. Do you can you do a cover of Ice Ice Baby for us? I mean, he might need to do a little bit of singing. <laughs> He's good at it. The ice. By the way, the vanilla ice reference for those. I know it's a very inside. I, the first time I ever met Kate, she told me about the first like the best concert she's ever been to, and it was. <laughs> the Minnesota State Fair, mm-hmm. Vanilla Ice. It was. Yeah. This is how also you bring people into a conversation about about operations. Yeah. You, you bring in Vanilla Ice. So. Absolutely. This is. It's <laughs> funny that you say that because we uh, we're currently training in a new administrative assistant. Yeah. Um. And so we so far we've had a few team meetings and. We always start our team meetings with fun stuff, right? One of our, our again, Amanda, our um, operations manager, she's getting married. And so this morning she was showing us some of her wedding flowers. And I said, that's just part of this. You got you to gotta have some of that fun and start the day with, um, you know, some of that personal stuff as well um, before we hop right into work. How, how, how big is your team? And I'm going somewhere with this in a second. But uh, how, how, how big is your team right now? Sure. Um, so there are, let's see, there's about um, six of us now on the team. And, so, and I, I, so when you when you were building out that team, mm-hmm. what kinds of because I know, like I know you you are a very good manager, and and I know that your team really enjoys you know having you as a manager. But what what kinds of things were you looking for when you were recruiting? Because there's mm-hmm. also people listening to this who may 
you know, have your a similar role to you yeah. or, or in general are just hiring managers for their teams? Like what kinds of things, both soft skills as well as like kind of hard skills related yeah. to operations? Yeah, definitely. So somebody who, who will definitely exceed in operations is especially in staffing. Mm-hmm. You have to be detail oriented. You have to be organized. Um, process driven definitely helps. Yeah. Um, Overall, though, what I will say is you want to ha- you want to find somebody who has the drive to want to continue to learn. Yeah. Every day. I mean, actually, I was just having a conversation with Anna where I said, oh, my gosh, if I could go back the nine and a half years since I started here and go now what I know now, if I had known that then, you know, again, the perfectionist in me goes, oh, my gosh, we would have set things up like exactly perfect the first time and we'd be so ahead and all yeah. this good stuff. But it's always it's you grow with the company. And um, and so finding somebody who who just wants to learn and grow and is willing to um to care, um, is, is really what I look for. And then, and then we build within that. Nobody, I, I personally don't think that any one person is going to come into a company or a team with the exact set of skills that they're going to need to do that job. Um, it's all about, for me, it's about being a good teacher, you know, and, and being a good manager and continuing to teach them along the way, um, to ensure that, you know, their skill sets are being built and, and that we're learning together and, and doing some of that. It seems like no matter what, company you're at what size company you're at you know a lot of a lot of roles demand flexibility and, and an ability to kind of adapt right to, to quote unquote like you know overuse line but like to wear multiple hats but mm-hmm. i feel like operations in itself is kind of a generic term right mm-hmm. like it can mean a lot of different things there can be a lot under that but it's i would imagine like flexibility adaptability is it is another you've alluded to it but that's yeah. got to be a huge quality right yeah absolutely um it's it's something we do every single day right like we you know as, as a as a mid-sized company um and coming from a small company and continuing to grow we have to be able to be flexible right like mm-hmm. um one of the things recently we've we've realized is a lot of our business in the past has been a lot of vendor management business msp business um we have newer uh retail clients mm-hmm. and we're having to look at that and go oh you know what we can't treat our retail clients the same way as our MSPs and our VMS accounts. Um, so there's got to be flexible flexibility in there to kind of yeah. say, yeah, we need to change a process and we need to, to make this work a little bit better. So definitely having that skill set is uh, is very important because if you're so rigid that you're not willing to change or look at how to do other things differently, um, yeah, that's it, it, it doesn't it doesn't fit well. <laughs> that's that totally makes sense. And and I mean, I kind of want to wrap up here by by asking you, you know, just in general, are, are there any like if if there are for both job seekers, like what's your one piece of advice for somebody as a job seeker looking to get into operations? I'm throwing you on this, on mm-hmm. the spot. I know this as well as hiring managers. Like, wh- you know, what's, what is your one piece of advice both to hiring managers and job seekers when it comes to operations mm-hmm. and getting in that, you know? Yeah. So from well. a job seeker perspective, I would say, um, one, ask a lot of questions, ask what kind of training is provided, ask what kind of expectations there are in terms of, um, getting up to speed. Um, because I, I do think that training is one of the biggest things, um, you know, that, that you want to understand, does that, does that mesh well with how you are as a, as a person? Are they so, you know, as a company so stuck in how they train people that they might not work well with somebody who learns a little bit differently? Um, you always have to be flexible in, in how somebody is learning. So I think as a job seeker, it's really important to ask some of those questions. Um, hiring somebody in operations, 
Um, I would say the same thing. It's just going back to the skill sets and in terms of, um, you know, are you process oriented? Um, are you, you know, uh, detail oriented? Um, some of those things I think is is really important. Uh, I just want to say, you know, you just showed off your own flexibility and adaptability by (laughs) being thrown on the spot on that last question. There were a lot of questions here that you threw me on the spot. Well, I mean, (laughs) you know, improv is your background, I feel like. No, not really. I had this whole nice, you know. I know. You were um, were like, I got this analogy before this whole thing, Kate. I was like, I've got this analogy. I can't wait to tell you. Uh, Well, Kate, thank you so much uh, for being on the 10-Minute Talent Show. (laughs) Thanks for having uh, me. We, we always appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for your advice.